Welcome to the con. What was that? Oh, now he starts coughing. <laughs> <laughs> right when we start the right, show. Right? Hit oh, the God, button. Love it. <laughs> four four well, ways are choking on coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, I take one sip of coffee, of course, right during the intro, right? Oh, my God. Oh, I man. Guess, I guess we're going to leave that in. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we are. Right? Podcasting <laughs> 101. Hit the intro. No more drinking. <laughs> right. You drink during the show, not during the intro. Yeah. So what do we got going on this week, Brian? Speaking Woo! of intros, we've got a show for you today. We're going to kick it right off with the triumphant return from its one-week hiatus of Geek and Review, and then we're going to um, talk a little bit, a little bit about um, Tony's experience back to a concert. Wow, you guys yes. thought I was going to say movies, right? But no, 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 no. Tony went to a concert, so we're going to hear all about that lovely journey, and then. Um, Something that Tony and I have talked about in the past, and we finally made good on our homework, where we started watching um, movies that the other ones suggested to us. Movies that, well, you're just going to stick around and find out to see what our thoughts were on it. And then, like always, pop quickies. Gentlemen, hit that button, Tony. I want to hear some geek and review. Okay. It's time for the geek and review. Wow. Love that. Always. Oren, great job. Uh, so this week we're going to start off, uh, we're a little we a uh, little light on news this week. Uh, there's been a bunch of announcements, but one thing I wanted to, to oh, just wait, bring wait. up. So we're light on news, but there's been a bunch of announcements? Well, no. Did, <laughs> did I just counter? I, yeah, I just contradicted myself, didn't I? Light that's, on news, that's but the life. announcements that did come out are pretty exciting. Yes, exactly. <laughs> okay. uh, first up, Brian had talked about, uh, I think last week or two weeks ago, about this revival of the 1980s, all of these films that are coming back, these remakes, these reboots. Yes. Uh, well, we can add another one it's to that list. It's the 80s part two. Exactly. <laughs> the 80s do. And it was, uh, it's been announced this week that Warner Brothers is in developing a new Lost Boys movie. And uh, it's got a couple of actors in it. That are young and upcomers. Uh, one Corey of them Feldman. is what's it? No, no, no Corey Feldman or Corey <laughs> oh, Ames. They, uh, they, they need new Corys, don't they? They, they do, need, right? If we're gonna have an '80s remake, we need a pair of new Corys. Yes, we do. So, yes, are you listening, Warner Brothers? New Corys, please order them stat. Uh, and for the so, right price, I believe Tony and I will change our name to Corey. If you want yes. to start putting us in almost 80, every I think 80 we, movie. I think we would be the lost old men, not, <laughs> not the right. lost boys. But these new glories suck. <laughs> exactly. One's balding and the other right, one just right. contradicts himself I want to constantly. be the one that was the Ninja Turtle. <laughs> All right. So uh, Noah Jupe from A Quiet Place is actually going to be inside, uh, has been signed on for the movie. You know, and I also, was wondering what Noah Jupe was up to this these, these days. Oh, yeah, because I'm always asking that question myself, whoever the heck that is. Uh, and Jaden Martell uh, it was the kid in Knives Out, and he was also on uh, in the movie It. Uh, I really like that kid. I think he's a good actor, and uh, he's going to be in The Lost Boys. But I'm more excited about who is directing. They are getting Jonathan Entwistle to direct. And if you don't know who he is, he has a couple of series on Netflix right now that uh, I've, I've watched one of them. Haven't gotten around to the second one, but the, the one I love the most is the end of the fucking world. If you have not watched that show, it is so good. And this guy has a, a unique kind of uh, way of directing. And I just think that 
what he's going to be able to do with the Lost Boys, I'm looking forward to it. So I'm just excited about him being attached to the project. But Brian, you had, you had, a, you had a thought on that? Um, no. No, I didn't. I apologize. <laughs> I made a hand gesture, and that was more for Wayne. I saw that he added something to our show notes today, and I was agreeing with him. And I realized what I did when I did it, and I was just hoping that maybe you weren't paying attention. But I was were. paying attention, yes, of course. Shock. All right. I mean, yeah. like, if my money was on Tony not paying attention, though, I would win nine <laughs> times out of ten. <laughs> yes, you would. <laughs> yes, you would. All right, so, Brian, why don't you tell us about what Sony has in store for Venom? Well, Sto- uh, Stony, Sony, <laughs> Sony um, is is doing something interesting with their kind of marketing campaign with Venom, and they threw out a, a kind of a peculiar tweet saying that the universe just got bigger. So whatever that may mean, yes. I have a theory. I think Tony has a theory. Let's explore those theories and just so you know tony uh, from tony stony i cannot say sony this morning for whatever reason i cannot say sony 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 pictures so uh tony what do you think it means uh, i'm thinking uh, obviously the one that everybody's talking about there tony uh, <laughs> <laughs> I it's contagious i, I apologize that thing. is my fault it's i'm contagious sorry and i and use my own name how, how ridiculous <laughs> is that anyway self-centered uh, sony <laughs> sony uh they are teasing uh this universe expanding there's a couple of things a couple of theories my theory is we're thinking they're going to tie this into the MCU. Don't say uh, we. What does that I don't mean? think so. <laughs> I, uh, well, I think it is the MCU. Right. I, I don't know what other universe they would be talking about except for the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago, and I'm sure Brian will go into that. But uh, I just see them incorporating somehow Spider-Man into this movie. I, I, again, I don't know, but it could very well be that. And I'm hoping that that's what it is because that would then tie the multiverse uh, into the MCU and then things are really going to get bonkers. So I'm just, I'm hoping that that's what it is. But Brian, what's the uh, other theory that you have? So I'm thinking um, it's it's more teasing the Spider-Verse um, series that Sony is, has been talking about uh, working on and supposedly is in development. So that's what I'm hoping. Um, now, can they tie that to the MCU Yes, maybe, possibly, but I hope that it's not uh, a main storyline in the MCU. Um, and they can tie those characters, uh, you know, in by if if uh, if they use maybe Tom Holland or an Andrew Garfield or a Tobey Maguire, if they appear in a in the next Spider-Man movie, and then all of a sudden have some kind of scene with the Venom movie, then everybody's going to say, "See, yeah, they're linked. Now they're linked," but. I don't want to see the Avengers fighting of a, a Venom, not this Venom. I mean, I, I've made my my thoughts and opinions clear that where I like the actor who plays him, but I just feel like Sony has kind of softened this uh, this character a little bit. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they're going to uh, kind of uh, you know beef him up a little bit, make him a I don't know good guy, bad guy, uh, anti hero. Who knows? But at this point, I think maybe they're just teasing the Spider Verse. So, hey, Brian, I got a question for you. So which Venom is better, the one that we have right now or Topher Grace? Oh, gosh, the one that we have right now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you. Right? Oh, I was about oh, to throw gosh. blows if you were going to say oh, the other one. Gosh. I was going to Topher Grace. Go. <laughs> I just – can we not see a good Venom on screen, people? Let's, let's, let's start a campaign. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, we'll see. We'll, we'll find out in a couple of weeks because uh, that's when Venom comes out. So – 
well, fingers crossed, we'll, we'll have answers to uh, that question. So the next thing we want to talk about is we didn't, we failed to mention it last week because we had a very special guest. And by the way, that fat samurai guy was just amazing on the show. I want to aspire to be like him. I, he's just amazing. So Wayne, thank you for bringing him onto the show. And, yes. Uh, it was great. What a great guest. And like Tony, I think I found my new spirit animal. Yes, exactly. So, uh, and and we should have ta- got his thoughts on this as well. Was the Matrix Four trailer has also uh, dropped, and I just want to say, I loved it. I was not expecting to like it at all, but it just blew me away. The sound of the music using uh, the um, White Rabbit song from uh, Jefferson Airplane. It was just, it was absolutely amazing. The focus on, I don't know if you really caught these details in the background, a lot of blue and a lot of red, uh, you know, about the, the, the kind of represents the pills. So you just go back and look at that. It is a very nuanced trailer, and I just, I'm looking forward to it which I wasn't before. And you see a lot of callbacks to the original Matrix, which I loved, but they, they were twisted just a little bit. But I'm so excited about this movie, and I just cannot wait for it to come out in December. Yeah, so they basically um, are adding another segment to the Matrix franchise. And what if uh, the Matrix was a rom-com? So <laughs> enjoy, everybody. <laughs> the multiverse. Oh, great. <laughs> right. Anyway... All right, Neil so, can find love too. Yeah, I guess. I guess. But uh, so, did you like it or not, Brian? I did, but okay. you know, it, was, <laughs> All right. it, it wasn't what I was expecting. <laughs> Wayne, I want to hear your thoughts on it because I know you're really into the martial arts and, and all of that stuff. And what did you think of the trailer? Well, the thing is, it didn't really showcase too much of that because I mean, there were some action sequences. So I'm curious to see what they haven't shown yet. But I, the premise. I, I thought that, you know, honestly, I was kind of not excited for Matrix 4 up until this trailer. And as now that they kind of went, oh, this is the angle they're coming from, it piqued my curiosity. So I'm actually, now I'm not like, like kind of like you. I'm kind of excited now to go like, all right, let's see where this goes. I want to see how they play this out. Hopefully, hopefully it's just not a, just a tease and actually there is some meat to it. So we'll see. Yeah, you know, I figure I'm, I've, I've been into it so far this long. I might as well see it through. And but yeah. but question though, is there a new Morpheus? I mean, yeah, that was. Um, you know, I guess that's left up. To are we not supposed to ask that? But you know, like, I guess no, we'll I'm see. Thinking, right? I'm sure he's supposed to ask that question. Yeah. Okay. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that I think that there is a multiverse aspect to this because oh, again, you're seeing I'm, you're seeing numerous things from previous films, well, and then you're also seeing uh, older Neo uh, juxtaposed against a younger Morpheus, if it is indeed Morpheus. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to weave all of this together Gosh, well, you know. it's almost like a what if episode don't you think yeah, yeah. that's what i kind of what if we what if you took the blue pill red versus the red or whatever which way it was do you guys see yeah. a trend with hollywood you know at first you know it was like every movie was a vampire movie and then now every movie is a zombie movie and now every movie is like a multiverse movie i was just like yeah <laughs> uh, i get yeah yeah it, it's a little yeah yeah, we, we're going to be burned out before the end of it, but I'm uh, starting you know what to. It's, I, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm willing to take that journey. I love it. So, well, what do we have up I next? Mean, I'm Brian? on it. I'm on that journey. <laughs> the next thing is a new uh, holiday series coming out to Disney Plus, <laughs> and I can't be more excited about that. We all know my thoughts and opinions on the holiday season. I love it. Give me snow. Give me Christmas lights. Give me you know, you know, uh, you know, warm. Yo, holly jolly holly feelings. jolly yeah all those 
holiday feelings and throw it into an MCU <laughs> series. We've got the Hawkeye trailer that just came out. So uh, we saw that it's a, it's an intro to the series and it looks very, very interesting. And I believe it comes out in November, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's based on what, uh, what novel? You know, it is based on, well, I'm sure they're pulling from several Hawkeye um, novels, but the one that starts it off is Hawkeye, my life as a weapon. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 I, and it I'm, features a uh, Kate, Bishop as a as Hawkeye, yes, who's so played as by the, Haley Stanfield, I believe is yeah. how you pronounce her name. Amazing actress. Uh, if you've ever seen True Grit, that came out about I want to say about a dozen years ago. Uh, that was a Coen Brothers remake. It was amazing. Didn't she also do the voice for um, Gwen Stacy in uh, the Spider Verse? Oh, oh wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Oh, interesting. But uh, yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's not more for the Christmas for me. I know that's all Brian's thing, but... Uh, you know, we're uh, going to explore on the show on why you hate Christmas so much. I just... We're not... Oh, God, I don't hate it. I don't <laughs> hate the, it. Just the mention of it. <laughs> oh, whatever. Uh, anyway. And, but the other th- part of this was there is a rumor going around that Vincent D'Onofrio may very well show up in this Hawkeye series. I don't know one capacity, but if he does, I'm he's one of my favorite villains in the uh I, I, is he technically MCU? Not yet, but in the in the Marvel family. <laughs> we'll yeah. say Marvel family. <laughs> he's the best kingpin like he ever. He is so good. I hope I don't I don't know if he's going to be in this one, but I hope they find a way to put him in the MCU somewhere because he needs to mm-hmm. be part of it. Just like um you know, um, Charlie Cox, I believe, is the actor who played um, Daredevil. Yeah, Matt Murdock. Yeah, Matt Murdock. I mean, he. These are two characters that we need to pull and and get them into the MCU. That and then Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. <laughs> yes. All right, sweet. And then Brian, I know there's something near and dear to your heart that has happened this week. So yes. without further ado, go ahead and, and yes. expound. Just sit right back, and I'll tell you a tale. A tale of a fateful trip where four civilians board a tiny vessel and were launched into space. Oh my gosh, my dreams are coming yes, true. Where, I know. you know, like, what do you get? Like a, a, a 30 minute uh, computer based training on how to run a spaceship? And then I'm like, okay, shoot me into space. And wow. Let's see how it but, goes. But you know what? Congratulations to these guys. Um, four brave civilians. Um, were the first solo civilian crew to go into space um, with uh, with the help of uh, SpaceX past the space station, mind you, further than anybody else has gone so far as a civilian. So sorry, Jeff Bezos and everybody else. Yeah, Richard I mean, Branson. And Richard Branson, right? Uh, Elon Musk has shot four people into space and then brought them home safely without the assistance of trained astronauts and oh my gosh the technology the achievements i am just so excited about this accomplishment congratulations spacex congratulations to these brave heroes that just came back and the future is so exciting for me because i've always wanted to go to space and now it actually might seem that it could happen i don't know if i'd ever have the money for it but if there is an online campaign to send one of the con men into space Please let that happen. <laughs> yes, yes. Let's make Brian the first one to go up there, and, please. And I would gladly take my phone, and I'll podcast from space. 
Wow. <laughs> the first podcast from space. We need oh, to make this happen. Great. Yes, let's make it happen. Oren, this like might now. be a social media <laughs> event. I'm on it. <laughs> <laughs> right tag spacex please <laughs> yeah. and, and i'm gonna throw the next one to wayne actually because he's our tech guy and uh, uh there was a huge announcement that was made this week regarding apple products so wayne if you just want to touch upon that that'd be great well actually i just want to get your guys thoughts on it because i'm a partial apple user meaning that i use a you know laptop from apple and a few other products but i'm not really an iphone user and i know that apple announced the iphone 13 Shh, family listening I know. I know. Well, the thing is, I have an iPhone for work, and I don't know. I just don't want to have a iPhone. I always associate an iPhone with work. So, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. But with iPhone 13, they actually have you know the mini, the standard, and then they have delineated difference between the Pro versions and the Pro Max. Were you guys excited about that? I'm I'm a, I'm excited about the Pro Max version because of the new cinematic mode. Uh, for somebody that's we're looking into going into video, and uh, somebody that is very into cinema, such as myself, uh, the fact that this camera can now uh, differentiate between... Um, uh, or the rack focusing? Yeah, the sh- the, yes, exactly. You can, you can uh, play with the, the fo- focus and make it automatic uh, where people are in the foreground or you can uh, put it in the background. It, it's very, it has this very cinematic feel to it. I just can't wait to get it to play around with that, but I don't know if I want to spend the money on it, but... That was the one thing that I was excited about, about the uh, iPhone 13 Pro Max. Doesn't it both features go to both Pro models? Yes. Do yeah, they? Th- that's yeah. what I saw, too, yeah. yeah. And I think the uh, okay. the Pro Max had, like, extended battery life. and Yeah, just a larger screen, and, better and, and, a, and a better camera, I think, too. Um, like, something with the with the lenses on the camera. Um, they seemed beefier. But, um, but anyway, it, it's exciting. You know, this is the new technology of phones just... You know, now other companies are going to try to compete with that. Just this is this is how it works where, um, you know, the 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 competition just ups the uh, the quality. So I'm just really excited about that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think one thing that I think everybody could be relatively on the same playing field with photography. But when it comes to video, I think Apple has that on lock right now or they're yeah. the leader, the front runners. Um, and, and they also make it very easy too for you to use their video editing stuff, and it's just it's it's just a cut above the rest. You really don't uh, you don't have to be that smart, aka me. <laughs> I can actually use these products, and I can actually edit. So, uh, but I'm I'm looking forward to it. See what I can play with, and, and see how I can uh, start filming things around here. So, did you do you guys fun. care about anything about the uh, Apple Seven Watch? Was it no, say so I, I, I was hoping a wa- an Apple Watch. So I just like the the new features that they were they were talking about just was a little lost on me. But you know, I could see myself possibly owning an Apple Watch someday in the future. But hmm. I I'm kind of more of a traditionalist for for watches. I like a, you know the, you know I kind of see watches as like art pieces or heirlooms and and stuff like that. I kind of like the whole nostalgic look to like watches. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I was, I was hoping that they were, there was rumors going around that they were actually going to add blood pressure to the iPhone watch this generation. And that did not come to fruition. So that was the only thing I was looking forward to maybe in the next, um, I wa- or uh, Apple watch model. They might, um, but you know, it's just, it is what it is. It's How annoying stuff. is that going to be? You know, just what is that alarm? Oh, that's just my blood pressure. 
That's true. How annoying. I just need a constant reminder on my wrist on how unhealthy yes, I am. Yes, yeah. Thank it, you, Apple. I can, you know what? I'm already feeling, I'm already right? feeling my, my blood, blood pressure like go right now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like, my beep, blood pressure beep, is going beep, through the roof. Oh, that just happens. <laughs> you know, right? It just says that I'm dead. You so I can, I can imagine that just going off during pop quickies every it's once totally, in a while. Totally. Totally. Right? Yes. Every, you know, the, the segment, turn off your phones, turn off your iWatches. Unless it's going to call help for me, I don't know if I'm going to need that. Yeah, anyway. So, and then I guess we'll wrap things up uh, with this segment with uh, some news broke that uh, The Boys, season three, Let's hear it for the boys. Oh, no. I know. It wasn't that the first. That was like one of the first shows that we started talking about almost a year ago. Right? Oh, my God. I can't believe we've been doing this for almost a year. We'll believe it. (laughs) I know. It's it's so crazy to me. You know who can't believe it are our listeners. These guys are still doing this for a year. (laughs) So So true. But we're looking forward to that because I love the boys and I can't, I can't see what I can't. I'm looking forward to, to whatever hijinks they are going to be uh, um, involved in this next season. So uh, I'm hearing that there's going to be a little bit of a parody or a take on Captain America uh, this season. So we'll see how that kind of all pans out and works out, but uh, I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Me neither. <laughs> right. say, how are you going to say right now? Right. That, that was a that. great pause. Yeah, that was a great pause, Brian. All so, right. Uh, <laughs> that wraps up our Geek and Review for this week. That was Those are always fun. I mean, just, just catching up on what's happened. Geek uh, and Review. Oren was singing. Okay. Yes. Speak up, man. <laughs> I was singing the outro, but in the, yeah, we don't have one. Sing it. Let's so. hear it. Let's get a live <laughs> debut of the outro for the Geek and Review. No. There it is, everybody. <laughs> and there you have it. There's the outtake of that. And we'll be back right after a word from our sponsors. Welcome back, converts. Our con men are back for more, and so is Soycat. Visit the Soycat Candles online store and stock up on 100% natural soy wax candles infused with essential oils animal earth and human friendly visit soycat candles at www.soycatcandles.com that's www.soycatcandles.com soycat candles 100% soy 100% paw sum so tony did a thing this week he yes. traveled to a far off land to do something that he hasn't done in over a year. And I don't know the exact day count, month count, minute count, second count, but I'm sure Tony, being the mathematician that he is, will figure all that out for us. <laughs> yes. But anyway, Tony, what did you do this week? So I went to my very first concert since December 2019. So yeah, almost you two years. <laughs> What's that? I knew you'd yeah. figure it out. I know. The last concert I went to was uh was in uh Southern California. It was a band called uh Me First and the Gimme Gimmies, and it was at uh the uh, observatory in Santa Ana. That was the last live show I had been to, and uh I was lucky enough to get some tickets to Wrigley Field of all places. To see a band that I've seen three times before, uh, and the tickets were free. 
And that band was Guns N' Roses. I went and saw Guns N' Roses at Wrigley Field, my very first Wrigley Field experience, and also my first concert back. It was an epic kind of night. I just wish that uh, Guns N' Roses would have shown up. Uh, to, to kind what? of uh, enjoy, Yes. <laughs> they no, they there? were there. They were there. But what I'm saying is... <laughs> I'm like, we need uh, to Axel, talk about that. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, Axel, uh, I've seen them three times before. Axel is a great uh, frontman, but he can either be on or he's off. And unfortunately, this show, he was off. And I found out later that he was actually sick and throwing up during the show. And that was why his voice was not uh, on point. But I'll tell you one thing. If you have never seen Slash live, Slash is amazing. Oh, Wayne just is the mathematician here. And Wayne just told me it's been 649 days between my concerts. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's I a long time. I was reading the chat. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, yeah, finally. Brian was reading the chat. Yeah, so uh, December. <laughs> Tony, correct me if I'm wrong. I looked up, I just went to search for that concert that you talked about. Yeah. December 7th is what I, the date that I see for 2019. Yes. And then yep. September 16th was GNR. So 649 days, man. Yeah. Oh, it wow. was in, wow. It was uh, so, but even though they weren't on point, but if you've ever get to see Slash play live, this guy, I, I keep forgetting how great this man is with the guitar. Uh, it was, he, he stole the show. He was GNR for the entire night. And Sarah, who's not really a huge fan, uh, said the same thing. She was just impressed about uh, why, uh, how great and how just amazing it is. He seems to get better with age, which is just this kind of weird thing. He's almost like a fine wine. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. He was just absolutely incredible. But I wanted to go and experience everything. And there was one thing that I noticed. There's a lot of people with mullets there. (laughs) And there were a lot of people that were in their forties and fifties and they're bringing their kids, but there was a touching moment. And, uh, there was the, that, uh, just, made me realize how much I've missed live music. There was um, a family right next to us with a kid that was, uh, I think he was maybe 12 years old. Um, The family was wearing a mask the entire time. Um, And the kid is, you know, just grooving out and you could tell he loves these songs. and, And then finally, Sweet Child of Mine comes on. This kid drops his mask so he can just belt out this song to, you know, at the top of his lungs, he was just so in awe with what he was hearing and what he was listening to. He just had to take this thing off and just sing uh, along with the, the and he would just make sure his voice was also heard. It was one of those magical moments that you just don't. It, it, the thing I, I want to bring up is sometimes you kind of miss these things. If you just take a second to look around, you're going to see beautiful moments happen wherever you're at, whatever you're doing. This to me was just a magical moment because I, I could understand where he was coming from. This was his like, hey, I world, listen to me sing. I can feel free in this one moment. And as soon as that song was over, the mask went back up and he was enjoying the show. But I, I was very touched by it and I was talking to Sarah about it and I was like, wow, this is why I love live music because it, it allows you some kind of freedom. It allows you to be who you want to be, who you, and you want to sing along. You have this communal experience and he just wanted his voice to be a part of this course. It was just a very beautiful moment. And that was 
the highlight of the concert for me. Um, yeah, I'm getting a little too preachy on that, but uh, you know, all in all, it was a good show. It was not a great show. It was not the best show that I've ever seen from Guns N' Roses, but it was that magic moment that really just brought the whole thing into perspective to me and uh, how much and how important I feel that live music is. So, so deep, Tony. So I deep. know, I know. I know it was a little deep and I'm probably boring everybody, but the, the one thing I do want to talk about, and I will just touch on this briefly is, uh, we went to see an exhibit at the art Institute in Chicago. It was called, uh, Barbara Kruger. She's an artist that I happen to love and it's called thinking of you. I mean me, I mean you, this is the, that's the name of the exhibit. It's at the art Institute. If you have a chance to go see this, I was actually blown away by this exhibit. It was something that was just, I was not expecting it to be as powerful and as moving and as in your face as this exhibit was. Uh, if you don't know who Barbara, Barbara Kruger is, please look her up. Her work is just um, impeccable. And this exhibit was just beyond scope. It was so huge. It was so relevant. It was so um, powerful. It really makes you look at society in a different way and really hone in on what is important in life. And uh, I'm not going to spend any more time on it, but please, if you have a chance, go to Chicago. The The uh, exhibit's going to be around uh, until January 24th of 2022. It is absolutely something that... Uh, I was not expecting to be blown away by and was just, that was the highlight of my whole trip was that exhibit. So if you are ever in that town, please stop by and see that uh, exhibit. It was just absolutely amazing. But that was my little story about Chicago. I know I probably bored everybody and uh, all of that good stuff, but uh, yeah, anyhow. Um, so I, got, I have I, a important question to ask you. Sure. Did you have any pizza while you were there? Yes, I did. Of course I did. Uh, and uh, Oren will back me up on this. Oren, what, what pizza do you, do you remember the pizza we, we got? Did we get Luminati's? Lum yeah, it was Luminati's. Luminati's yes. Lu is the best Chicago deep dish pizza in, uh, in Illinois. So please, if you're ever there too, Luminati's, they have butter crust, Brian. Butter crust. That means their crust is made with butter. Is that what that means? Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. I would never guessed that. Wow. I love it so <laughs> much. Their pizza is so properly good. Properly titled then. Yes, exactly. But yeah, that was uh, enough of my boring uh, trip to, uh, to Chicago. I pizza. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh, I got the loose special, and, which is, uh, yes. That's what you were naming in high school. <laughs> oh, <your> goodness. <laughs> but yes. Is that your new nickname, Warren? Uh, buttery goodness? Uh, with your study, Lou's special. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lou is special. Um, it was double. It was double. Uh, double mozzarella and uh, this sausage patty that they used to cover. Uh, they covered the whole entire pizza in this sausage patty. Oh, it's so good! And then we added jardinera on top of it. It was absolutely divine. But I digress. Anyway, okay. it was it was amazing, <laughs> amazing pizza. All right, enough of my uh, Chicago shenanigans, uh, your, Brian. Your, what do we have up your next? Field trip. <laughs> yes, exactly. My field trip report. Let's talk about go from your field trip report to our homework report on these oh, movie yes. reviews. Yes, uh, I don't know if every everybody remembers this, but let Remind me catch us. you up. 
Yes, I will <laughs> remind you. Towards the end of season one, we Brian and I had this little tiff about watching movies, and we were challenging one another to watch some films. I wanted him to watch some Quentin Tarantino films. He wanted me to watch the Mighty Ducks films. And so the deal was I was to watch one, two, and three of the Mighty Ducks, Brian was going to watch three Quentin Tarantino films. Well, we have the first chapter that is up. I have seen Mighty Ducks. Brian has seen Reservoir Dogs. And I just want to know, Brian, what were your thoughts on Reservoir Dogs? (sighs) (laughs) You love it already, didn't you? Well, if my review is a little slow... You have to forgive me because I'll go at the same pace as the movie. What the hell are you talking about? It starts off with, well, I I have several questions, but more questions about about you, Tony, rather than the movie. (laughs) Why do you love this director so much? I mean, like, I just like, like, I know that you are an artsy fartsy guy and you see things in, in the cinema that I don't see or pick up on. And the things that I may find boring, um, you find beauty and they bring you to tears. And it's, you know, but but here's what well, I Quentin observed. Tarantino does not bring me to tears. Let's just put it that should on have, the record. Because this was a long ass movie and I was about to start crying. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, dude, I felt the same way about Mighty Ducks. I felt the same well, well, exact well, way about Mighty Ducks. This is my review. You can get onto oh, your sorry. Ducks talk in a minute. But, uh, but it starts off with this panoramic scene around a table at some kind of like breakfast restaurant or diner where this guy's talking about this vulgar story about how Madonna gets it and how it must hurt her and and stuff. And like already off the bat, I'm turned off of this, you know, like it's, you know, like I don't want to hear it. And then they, they, they pan around it, not like an aerial shot or you can have clear view of their faces or anything. It's like, you're literally walking behind their backs. So usually someone's back shoulder or back of their head is in the in the shot. And I'm like, you know, is this a child filming this? I need somebody with height so I could see what's going on. You know, and I know it was all one cut scene and that caught to yes. be so beautiful because it was a seven minute monologue on how Madonna takes it. And uh, <laughs> and it was just like, you know, like and it was all done in one cut. I'm sure. And yes, Tony will it was. Probably, oh, my God. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing on what Tony was going to tell me. Yeah, yeah, dude. And you're <laughs> nailing it all. You're, you're and, making my and case for me. how difficult that would have been for a seven minute, you you know, and, and the little nuances of the guy asking for more coffee, which comes to play later because he doesn't want to tape tip the server and the smoking and all the stuff. And it's just like, uh, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> and that's the first five minutes of the film. God damn. But anyway, <laughs> I knew I was in for a treat. <laughs> yes, you were from there. And so you know, like you really don't find out too much about what the hell's about to happen. They're obviously, you know, this is like their last supper. That's what I'm guessing. If you have not seen Reservoir Dogs, I am going to spoil it. Um, so yes. it's kind of on you. I don't know how old this uh, movie is, but it is seemed actually pretty, it seemed pretty old. <laughs> it is about 20, I think 26 or 27 years old. So they go on. There's a clear leader in a, 
at this table and he's the old guy. He's kind of put this, uh, this group together to do some kind of jewelry heist. And, um, yeah, 92. Thank you, Wayne. Wow. Uh, Wayne just, uh, wow. let us know that this movie. Oh, 94 movie, was Pulp Fiction. Yeah, movie came yeah. out in 1992. But anyway, um, so then you, after, after that scene, you know, and, to be honest, they're fighting at the table as if they're old friends or part of a podcast or even brothers. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, so I related to that. And then you, it, it cuts to a scene where some guy's bleeding out in the backseat and you don't know what's happened, but something has happened that yeah. he is just like, he, he took a, a bullet to the stomach and is just freaking out. And you really don't know what, what has happened yeah, and then the rest of the movie seems like it takes place in this warehouse. And wow. I mean, and then you, you slowly learn about the characters um and their backstory and then what what the job was all about and how it went wrong. And basically a bunch of guys who don't really know each other were put together by another guy to do this jewelry heist. They don't know inf- personal information on themselves. They're named after colors. And throughout the movie, you learn a little bit about each person's backstory and how they were kind of pulled into to this group. And then you find out that one of them, spoiler alert, is a cop, is an undercover cop. And sure yep. enough, he's the one that was shot in the stomach and is bleeding out in the backseat. So, you know... Um, the movie goes on and it just it's just one f up after another. This was not a successful. <laughs> this was not like an Ocean's 11 type of heist. Let's let's face it Ew. here. Uh this this goes wrong really quick. Um and in the end everybody dies and the cop for whatever reason, the one guy that was protecting him through uh, the Mr. White, Mr. White for whatever reason decided to turn on his old friends um, and, and protect this kid who he just met for, for I, I don't even understand what kind of loyalty he felt that he had to this kid. But this kid's acting obviously was so good that he convinced Mr. White. No, because and, he had a bullet. On, he was called on, compassion, hold, Brian. Hold on, hold on. And at the very end, he just tells, hey, Mr. White, everybody you just killed to save me, I'm not who I thought I was, who you thought I was. I'm a cop. And everybody dies in a you know blaze of glory. So, and and that was the movie. It, but yes. there was very little action of this thing. Um, it was it was just talking, and not even like <laughs> exciting talking. It was boring talking. It was like, ugh. Just, no, no. That so the dialogue is what made that film spectacular. Oh my to me. gosh, the dialogue's my biggest problem with it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I and, know. Because and how is this in this day and age? How is this movie not brought up on like like hey, you shouldn't like there are so many like racial, you know, uh uh things. It was making me uncomfortable. Like to be honest yeah. with you, it was you know, and I know that's, and that's the whole, what, and that's that's the what cool he point, wants, Brian. right? He that's wants you to feel point. icky, and and I know you like that icky feeling. It like tickles your nuts or something. But uh, um, <laughs> oh, tickles my nut? No, my know. anus. <laughs> there it is, right? Like three knuckles deep. But anyway, uh, <laughs> that's it's just the whole like like the inappropriate language. I mean, 
nowadays. I'm like, I'm not even going to say it, but I'm sure. So our you know where I get it from, though. You know where I get the inappropriate but that's language not from. Something then. to be proud of. I mean, like that's 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 being. So I mean, overall, what were your thoughts on it? Did you like it? Did no. you not? I mean, yeah. I mean, what Here, would you here's give it? A three? <laughs> Lower than a three. But anyway, um, my thoughts are: I will never watch this movie again. Um, I expected it to be worse, though, uh, because okay, I know you, good. Tony, and I know you want me to feel uncomfortable um, <laughs> and gross, and and nobody can do it like that this director. Yes, but that movie, did, I, I don't think it was gross. I think, I think if anything, the it restraint w- that was shown in this film is what is why it's so powerful. The gross the part was, was in in the um, in the language used. I mean, it's it's just it's out well, of. What date. did you think about the cop? Uh, the the cop that was found in the um, uh, right in the trunk that they tortured yes. and cut off his ear for no reason yes. at all. And I mean, he was a he was a device. For the um, for Mister Blonde to dance to, that that's no, what it was, was to show him to show you just how 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 um, evil this person was. Right, there was no empathy right. there. There was, there no, was no, and he there even was said nothing. It. He even said it. I mean, this he's basically going to torture this guy for the joy of torturing him. And then and, you take that and you juxtapose it and you play it off of of Harvey Keitel's character who is not compassionate, but he's getting older in age. And then he, he realizes that, you know what? Life is not about all of these things. It is about making those connections and making people feel good. But ultimately it does him, it it does him. Here's my biggest problem. Here's my, my, my biggest, biggest problem. And, and here's my problem in general with, uh, Tarantino films because they all seem to have the same, they resonate the same way with me. He wants you to feel gross and uncomfortable. And I like movies that make me feel good and happy. Okay. <laughs> and, all right. and this is not his forte. He does not want me to feel good and happy walking away from this. Like, man, that was such a great film. I think I'm going to take my family to see that. Absolutely not. This is not <laughs> the type of movie for me. Uh, speaking of myself personally, I. I, it doesn't, that's not an enjoyable experience for me. When I feel like, like this was out of line, this was vulgar, this was offensive, this was, you know, and I just don't want to feel that way. And so when you I think feel of like the writing that, then the writing, yes, I could tell I mean, that I, this was probably one of his first films. This is, a. um, it was very, very. Um, I don't know. There, there was very little action. All the action came from cutscenes, you know, on yeah. on what has on why but, the heist went wrong. But um, it was, and, and the fact that they didn't show the heist, I think, adds right. to, and to I, the film. I mean, I, I, I feel how I took it was this is probably one of his first films. Um, he probably didn't have very much budget. You know, because it was the, actually his first film. So okay, well, I'm nailing these <laughs> these. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. right? um, and the budget probably wasn't very very high because of the lack of sets that that were um, that were used. Um, overall, I could not do what he does. So I mean, he's yeah. he's got me there. I mean, I certainly couldn't. Do, I can't write like he does. I mean, um, it was. So some, are you saying that there is some skill there? Oh, there is absolutely skill. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I can't do it. Yeah, you know, here I'm I'm criticizing something on somebody that I can't do, and I'll I'll admit that. 
I don't have his talent. I don't have his eye. I don't have his writing ability. You know, I don't have any of that. I'm just some smo on a podcast telling him I don't like to feel icky. You know, <laughs> so yes, um, that's it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's pretty much it. I can't wait for the other three movies to drop. But <laughs> yes, I can't wait till <laughs> right? you see those. I guess I better get used journey. to this feeling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Get used to it. Now it's going to be nice for something that's meant for you to feel good, which Tony yes. will surely reject. Tony, yes, how did you uh, feel about the Buddy Ducks? <laughs> uh, first off, I want to just let everybody know I go into these things with an open mind, even no, though, yes, don't. I have given shit. Yes, Stop I it have. right now. At least I, I was have. honest. <laughs> no, I did. I do. No, I, give, um, I give a film. Uh, I give a film. I will go in it with an open mind. All right. And then I can start. I think you're the only one who it. believes that. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. Well, then I, I guess then I, I guess then I do. I just want to say I'm just going to keep this brief because I don't. Don't want to beat up on Brian. I don't want to beat up on. This is a kids movie. I get that, but there is not a an original fucking bone in this whole entire body. The most original character in this film was some guy that was using dated lines from an SNL skit 20, 30 years ago. It was just, it was a mess. This had the tension also of a wet noodle, Brian. This movie had nothing to go for it. It was dumb. I've seen it done better and uh, in, a, in a couple of other films. I get it's a kid's movie. It didn't make me feel good. It made me feel like I was being tortured. I felt like I was the cop that was getting my ear torn off in this movie. It was just absolutely horrendous. Had absolutely one of the worst scores I've ever heard in a film. I, you know, but I get it. It, it holds a, a near and dear. And I have to remember that you were a child when you saw this. So I'm not, um, uh, I, I can see why people would love this film at that age because it's something they can relate to. It's something that they can do and they learn about becoming a team together. I understand that. I just did not like, uh, I just did not like this movie. I just, I tried, I tried, but there was what just, specifically though that did, you, you said that it was a wet noodle. Like, like why make that reference? Like what was it? That, because there was no tension. I, usually when you see these no movies, tension. like bad Bombay used to be a Hawk and now he coaches a team that's going against the Hawks. Yes, and there was no tension in that, Brian. That's my point. <laughs> He's when you going have up a against his old dis- coach, who was like a yes, father figure to him. Exactly, and there was no tension. You think that there would be some tension there, but there was zero. There was. They did zero. Yeah, the there was nothing the that they did. <laughs> there was nothing that they did to build up this relationship between the two. It was just, it was, it was scattered. And then the romance in it was just this thing that felt forced in there. It was I like a single hey, mom on the team. <laughs> yes, exactly. How fucking easy is that? It's like, I'm going to hit up on a, 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 a single mom here and try to be his dad. I, it, dude, it just did not work on any level, but I understand why kids love it. I get it. I well, uh, I don't love it for the romantic aspect of the film. <laughs> no, you like, love it because of the team and I all do. of that good stuff. But again, I just I thought it was, I just uh, I just did not like it. I wanted to like it, but it, it would just uh, I don't know. Well, I, I'm, I've just got tons of. You've got to compare it, but, it to other movies that came out in that that era, the other teen time movies like Rookie of the Year and Heavyweights. No, <laughs> you know what? Like, I'll I'll I'll, I'll one up you on that. Yes. You want to know a film that was released around the same time that is far more children? impactful and uh, far uh, is it is a better Don't film. Don't say Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> no, no, The Sandlot. You want oh, to take two good. movies? That was a great film. Yeah, that and was good. You compare it up to the to Mighty Ducks. 
No, but here's the thing. No... You're a baseball guy, though. You are a baseball no, but fan. But it doesn't matter. And, and a good story is a good story, Brian. That's what I'm saying. The Sandlot was a great story. I would put I think Mighty Reservoir Ducks. Dogs Absolutely. Is a great story. I would put uh, Mighty Ducks up there with Sandlot. Absolutely, I would. <laughs> okay, I feel like Boy, this is a poll question. That you would I feel like this might yes, be a poll uh, question. Would you? I, I know it's going to be a poll question. What is it? What's the poll question? Sandlot or or Mighty, Mighty Ducks? Ducks? Yeah, well, I think not, that might be or, a poll question. It's like in the same category, you know. Like well, because you're gonna get baseball fans and hockey fans. I mean, I don't know. Well, we'll, uh, figure, so, so we'll, just, we'll figure out a way. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure. Okay. it Okay. But uh, anyway, Tony, the only thing I was gonna say was I'm glad you held back. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I just again, I I wanted to like this. I but Brian Tony, says that Tony, these films get better, so I'm looking forward they to do. two, they do. and I'm looking forward to three because and three is Brian's fr- favorite. It is. So I'm hoping that there is some kind of complexity there. I'm hoping there's some tension. I'm hoping there's a good story there, not a story that's trying well, to. Capitalize I would say that there is a good story, but I don't know if you time. would believe me. <laughs> No, but, but I'm willing to. But let's let's uh, update our fans on. Um, uh, we made an adjustment to our to our original agreement on the movie. Yes, we did. So the ori- like like Tony has stated, um, the original deal was he was going to watch the Mighty Duck trilogy one, two, and three, and I was going to watch three Tarantino films of Tony's choosing, and we w- are making good on that. But we've decided to add another Tarantino film to my list and tony is going to watch the mighty ducks game changers series on yes. disney plus yes yes i will and brian will have to end up watching his four movies now are, yeah. reservoir, are dogs. Uh, reservoir dogs Pulp right. fiction yep um, glorious bastards uh, glorious bastards and once, once upon, upon a time, time in hollywood in hollywood which i'm actually looking forward to because i wanted to see that before i knew that tarantino was attached to that film. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, you know what, Brian? That may this movie may. I'm give saving you, that one for uh, the end. I fear yes. I'm going to need a, a and you a, a and, it, and it's actually <laughs> yes, and I think it's it's actually a good kind of counterpoint um, from Reservoir Dogs to uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, you because know, there is some good feeling in that movie. I my next one I'm going to go for um, Inglorious Bastards, and then um, yeah. I will my yeah I've I've always wanted just because of the. Um, pop culture around Pulp Fiction. I've always wanted to see it for that, just to kind of be in the know. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm looking forward to Pulp Fiction also, and yeah. I think I'm the last person on earth who has never seen it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. But then, I mean, I'm saving the best for last. This is obviously the dessert to this meal. I am going to watch the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, and I and, and I, I think like you, I, I like a lot of the cast like in in that movie as well. So, like I said, this was a movie I was contemplating seeing in the theater before I knew Tarantino did it. <laughs> <laughs> Great. All right. <laughs> I think I think you know what I love about this show is the fact that we can have these discussions about Mighty Ducks versus <laughs> right. Reservoir Ducks. How right. insane right. and how like this is a how first. Dumb is that? <laughs> yes, exactly. We're taking these two films and we right. are now combining them. Now we just them. need Tarantino and, and Emilio Estevez <laughs> to join us on the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and duke it out themselves. No way. Uh, anyway, they would be the best uh, of yeah. friends. You and I would be the ones arguing. <laughs> yes, I know exactly. All right. Well, I guess that does it for this. Uh, Wayne, do we want to go on? Uh, I guess we're going on to Pop Quickies next, no, no. right? No, poll results. We got poll oh, results. Oh, poll results. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I got to pull those poll results up real quick. Hold those on polls. one second. All right. This week's question was uh, how you 
cut your bread cutting for your, a sandwich. Yeah, cut, yeah, I, for I your sandwich. sandwich. And it was triangles, right? Ryan? Yeah, corner to corner or straight yeah, down the corner middle. Corner to corner or straight down the middle. And I have to admit, let's see here. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so... According to our poll, what has made you laugh so much? <laughs> because uh, according to our poll, eighty um, percent versus twenty percent, eighty percent prefer the triangles. Brian, so Brian, Ooh, you have won. It was a diagonal cut. It is fucking slide. Yes, a landslide. <laughs> so Brian, congratulations. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> All right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and twenty percent. Yeah. You, you know. I. You know. Where were my peeps? Where were my peeps? <laughs> well, where were they? Brian, I'll let you know that Dana voted for angles. Just let you know. Awesome. Thank you, Dana. You see. Yeah. <laughs> and Wayne, why don't you tell us what you voted for? Because I saw. Oh, I went down in the middle, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You see. Bum bum. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So our poll results again, Brian, congratulations, my friend. Thank you, sir. Uh, that's what, what, um, uh, yeah, yeah, I guess this is, uh, uh, I broke your streak and now you've got a new streak going. No, no, you right? won, you won last week with the waterbed, airbed, air mattress. Thing. Okay. Yes, that's right. So, okay. so, all right. So we're going back wash. and forth. Yes, we are. This is we're not, this is not the landslide it was in season one <laughs> where you were just taking every poll for whatever reason. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Because uh, I was articulating a point. Apparently. <laughs> but now you're getting, that means that you're getting better. <laughs> yes. You're getting better, Brian. <laughs> not even All right. So that. yeah, that was our poll results <laughs> for the, for that. And uh, I guess now we go on to pop cookies, right, Wayne? Let's do it. Let's do All it. right. Let's do it. It's time for. Pop Hey guys. Hey Wayne. Hello, sir. I'm hoping that we hi, get some. Hi Wayne. Hi. Hi guys. What's that from? Um, what's it's that? from I don't know. Wayne's World? I don't know. Yes, yes, yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. Hi, what Wayne. do you have for us hi. today, Maestro? Yeah. yeah. You know, how, okay. I, I have to going to reflect on that whole Wayne's World thing, man. That I, well, as much as that movie was entertaining at the time. God, that was so annoying, everybody, just because having go, hey, Wayne, Wayne's World, party time, excellent. Oh, my God, every damn time. It was like, especially with it, like junior high, I think I was one of that age. Yes. Oh, That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring up uh, scarring right. uh, emotional turmoil from your adolescence. I need to go to <laughs> therapy show, now. So. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Sorry. All right, guys, I'm excited for this week's Pop Quickies. Hopefully, we have some gems here for you. So um, we talked about Matrix, so I have some Matrix-related questions. Um, combining what we talked about last week, because uh, we were talking about you know the Kung Fu influences from uh, Shang-Chi, but now we have like, Matrix, obviously, similarly, there's kind of like a kind of the evolution of. But if you guys remember, there's Kung Fu, and then Matrix kind of introduced Gung Fu. Right, and there's a few other films that kind of introduced that, like yes. you know, hard boiled from uh, you know, chi- you know that Chai Young Fat series movies, as well as I believe yeah. um, Equilibrium was another movie that kind of featured uh, Gung Fu. Do you guys have a preference between Kung Fu versus Gung Fu? Can you explain what Kung Fu is? So Gun Gung Gung Fu to me, I mean, it's there's far one movie you know, not, that not I just, just absolutely, <laughs> I absolutely love uh, is John Wick. Oh. I think that the way they incorporate that, it just took things to a whole nother level with the gun foo. But 
I don't know, man. There's something about just a kung fu fight that is more intimate, that is more, uh, it seems like the stakes are, are higher. It just seems that it creates more tension uh, story-wise. So I would have to say kung fu because it's a one-on-one aspect. There's no really guns involved, and it is basically one skill set versus the other. And again, that then uh, creates, uh, I think, a lot more tension um, for a story. So I would have to say kung fu in my 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 uh, my opinion. Yeah, and so, Brian, too, it could expound what Tony it exactly it is. Like, so like kung yeah. fu has that the martial arts aspect, but now you're incorporating a firearm, right? And so it has that choreography, that kind of stylistic approach to it. Um, yeah, kind of like John Woo and yeah, yeah, yeah um, absolutely. No, that 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 makes perfect sense. Uh, thank you for that. Um, I, it's hard to put them in the same category. I think because one, um, I prefer kung fu, and I just like there's a skill base there. Like you, yeah. there's no CGI in kung fu. There there would be CGI, right? And you know, to me, I'm not a big fan of guns, so. It doesn't take the skill to pull a trigger. You know, it takes skill to hit the target, but you know, <laughs> but to pull the trigger, you know, and um, but kung fu, that's an art, right? That's a that's a you have to train and study. And I just think about the old Bruce Lee, Chuck Norris, Enter the Dragon, you know, type, you know, like these are stuff that I grew up on, and there is a, a beauty in an art form to it, and you know that these these actors trained. For that, you know, on top of being actors, you know, and um, with Gung Fu, that's CGI, right? I'm standing where I'm supposed to stand, right? I'm shooting. Oh, well, I would not necessarily say well, that. Would you say John John Wick was very no, CGI? I, I'm not saying that there's not training that goes on yeah. because you have to have training, right? You don't want to hurt yourself. You don't want to hurt other people. And, but to me, there's there's more beauty in the Kung Fu in my opinion, and and more of a skill base. Well, I wouldn't argue with that either. So, yeah. well done. Next question for you guys. Uh, since Tony talked about going to concerts, um, I got a concert-related question. Now, going to concert now or in the future, would you guys prefer the pit or seats? Seats. <laughs> God, pit. I am. Are you old. fucking kidding me? The pit. <laughs> right, the pit. I don't want to get my ass kicked. I do that on the ice. Oh, I don't want to do dude, that at oh, a concert. Dude, I love. There's nothing. <laughs> right. There is nothing more spectacular right. than than dude. a pit. <laughs> you should see. Oh my god! Just we had a rough game last night. <laughs> That's what I'm. Oh, thinking. did you? Did you guys win or? So no. No, but oh, this this game didn't mean anything. We're about to go into the playoffs, so this was oh, kind of awesome. a throwaway game. We didn't have our full team there. Um, yeah. We played a team that also was benching a lot of their players um, and had a bunch of ringers, you know, just to kind of put a team on the ice. And it was fun. There was no stress. We did not win, but the score didn't matter. But it was physical, and, you know, I'm – tweaked a few things but it was fun nevertheless but i know in the pit tony you've told me stories uh you're just there yes. enjoying a good time enjoying a, a thing you've paid all this money and now you're getting punched in the face and kicked in the gut and your twisted ankle and broken arm and i'm just like you paid for this oh my yes. god this is so much fun oh my gosh look, look i lost yeah. a tooth you know like 
you paid for this, right? Did security come help you? No, man. It was like, it was just totally chaos. I was just in there just throwing haymakers. And I'm like, Oh, fuck that. I'm going to the seats and I'm drinking my beer. No, dude, there is nothing. There is nothing more. um, uh, When you experience music live in a pit, there is nothing. How are you experiencing that? that? You're taking punches to the face. <laughs> no, you're not taking. You th- that's the that's the misconception. That's what you've told but me. What, you've been yes, in the pit. No, I, I've I've been in the pit and I was kicked and I think I had a concussion you one did. time. You but, gave it all, uh, all yes. jacked up. <laughs> yes, and I had a yes, I had an actual Vans yeah. footprint on the side of my head because I was kicked up there. Uh, but anyway, what uh, a great time! Pit, <laughs> it was, it was amazing. Because what better way to just feel everything? You're, you're right. feeling the music, you're, right. you're feeling the crowd. You are in the mix. You and definitely are it feeling is the tiring. crowd. And they're size twelve it is Vans exhausting. up against your face, <laughs> dude. There is no better way to experience music. I than beg inside to differ. Of a pit. I don't need to get my I ass know, kicked I'm to enjoy <laughs> the music. <laughs> You don't have to get your ass kicked. Yes, it, it happens from time to time, but there is nothing better than getting your aggressions out in the pit. We're going to have to agree just, to disagree. And just expressing. No, it's Brian, you have not lived until you've been in a pit once. Trust me. So, Brian, I've been in a hockey fight. And I, I've been in a scrum. I've been in a bench clearing yeah. brawl on the ice. I've you wanna, I've taken punches. And let me tell you, I, in my day and age it's not, now. It's not punches. I, it's, not, it's not really well, punches. Well, I've taken punches. <laughs> in yes, my day and I'm age sure now, I'm, I'm a pacifist, right? I'm like, leave that for the yeah, young kids. Yeah, I'm a pacifist as well. <laughs> I'm a pacifist as well. But you want to know something that's funny? I've actually been in a pit with Wayne and with Orrin. So I have hey, been in pits with both of these guys. You guys roll deeper than me, man. I, I'll, yeah. I'll save and your seats and I'll you. drink your beers up in the seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Wayne, Wayne, I'll never forget the concept. Wayne and I went to Wolf Mother, and it was just absolutely fucking nuts. And I loved every single well, aspect let me tell you, of it. If I had Wayne and Oren with me too, I would feel braver, <laughs> also, right? Because I wouldn't mess with these guys. You, yeah. I need like like more of you around. You don't, you, but you don't mess. So this is the thing that's the, yeah, the right. I wouldn't mess with Wayne or Oren. Okay, but, but, but what you don't. And as long as I'm I, in the, let, the meat of that sandwich, I think I'd feel safe. <laughs> But let me explain something to you. (laughs) Boy, that was a... Right? And cut a diagonal because that's how we like our bread cut. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I think I found my quote for the end of the show. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, what I was going to try and say is that uh, with the pit... There is a code that is um, uh, adhered to. Yeah, there is. Believe it or <laughs> don't not, don't hit me. Don't hit me. I call it. I call it. I call it uh, an organized chaos, if you will. There is a chaotic aspect to it. But guess what? If you fall down, you're put, picked back right back up. Right. Everybody gets in there, and they all are uh, enjoying it. There is a code to it. Uh, yes, there is the violence part of it. There is a. There is. It's very. Um, it can get out of hand sometimes. But for the most part, those people that cause those troubles are the ones that everybody ends up ganging up on and basically kicking out of the pit. So there is a code to it, and it is a spectacular code. And uh, I, I, you just don't get enough of. Uh, I Start just playing hockey. I, You'll get enough. Okay. <laughs> Start playing. Hockey. All right. I invite Fair you enough. to join my team. And- Fair enough. All Trust right. me, we'll, I'll put you on my line. I have got your I think back. this is a poll question I've as well, right? Should the Tony pit? play We're hockey? Do pit versus Should Tony seat. play on Brian's team? <laughs> I, I don't know how to ice skate. I'll teach you in an afternoon. If you asked me this question like 15, 20 years ago, I'll be pit all the way. Now I'm yes. like, you know, I was talking to Dana about this before the show. I was like, she was like, oh. 
give me the seats, you know? And she goes like, I want, you know, I want those box seats where right. they bring the service to you and they can Absolutely. bring all, everything Dana and I you. will enjoy ourselves at, um, in the seats, <laughs> drinking our alcohol and watching the concert while you guys are getting your ass, well, while Tony's getting his ass kicked because Wayne and Oren so will hold their, the, hold their own. <laughs> when we go to shows, Sarah will like, she knows that we'll go upstairs because she likes to either sit and watch the show or right. experience it. But she will tell you that if I'm right next to her and I start seeing a pit going down, I start getting this like I, yeah, I start antsy. getting edgy and I'm like yes antsy and like I want to go down there and she's just like get, go the fuck down there right. go down there Tony right. and I'm like you're bugging right. her you're bugging her she's trying to enjoy the show <laughs> <laughs> true true but yeah pit for me all the way oh, man. all right right moving on to the next question um we talked about iPhones real quick question do you guys prefer Face ID or do you prefer the fingerprint scanner Face ID I prefer the fingerprint. Oh, really? Yeah. The reason being, yeah, I just, I, I think I find it creepy that my phone is looking at me all the time, no matter what. And I have to, it, it's already listening to, kind to of you. Look at it. Yeah. I, but I'd much rather it listen to me than sitting there. I, I know my phone, I'm sitting on the toilet and I know my phone is looking at me. And, and quite frankly, it's, it's got two cameras on the front. So, I mean, so it's looking at what's going on on my lap and it's also looking on what's going on in my head. So can, it's can just this weird painting kind of this image. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. But that's Anybody the thing. Anybody else me? <laughs> yes. And that's the point. That is the you point. You made your point. Oh, I did make my point. So that's why I would prefer the touch as opposed to uh, face ID. But now you're, Gross hands in the bathroom touching your phone, and you're about to put that phone up. Oh, Brian, if you can, if you don't tell me that you don't sit on the toilet and and play with your phone or watch or or, or scroll or or do you're 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 lying. You're lying. Yeah, we call it the tinker stinker. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, you're on fire today. <laughs> the right. tinker stinker. Oh God. Okay, oh. hold on. I'm gonna go, next question. I'm gonna go back Thank to you. Uh, it's gonna be. Matrix related, specifically Keanu Reeves. Okay. You guys remember, you know, we have the trilogy, you know, the OG three. Do you feel like that's the better Keanu Reeves trilogy or do you think the Bill and Ted's trilogy is a better one as a whole? Oh, as a whole. What were the two? It was Bill um, and Ted's and the Matrix. Gosh, I was hoping you put John Wick in there. Oh, that would have been an easy choice. Yeah, yeah. John, yeah. John Wick's way too easy. Bill and Ted. I, I already know which one I Me know. Too. Matrix. It's Matrix. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? Really? Yeah. He let's let, Dude, the Matrix two and three were just so that's convoluted. Were, that's not his fault. But, uh, but here's the thing. Yeah, but they're they're not entertaining, Brian. They they got you want to talk about a series that got You're talking about the actors specifically, not the shows. So No, uh, talk about the trilogies. Oh, I thought you were talking about Keanu Reeves just like how he did in those shows. No, the no. trilogies. Which ones do you prefer? Oh, out of the- I misunderstood the question. I thought it was purely based on Keanu Reeves. No, so I mean, the- he was featured in those trilogies. Right, but right. But I thought like that he's been featured in. Okay, well then I prefer Bill and Ted. Oh, see, thank you. Okay, I misunderstood. I, lo- I love Bill and Ted. I love Bill and Ted because it, the first one was just a classic, right? And then the second one, it de- it was a lot deeper. But didn't like the of Mighty a film. Ducks. Got it. <laughs> Dude, you're D- Bill and Ted. I you, like you didn't Ted. understand. I do understand I, I do Bill too. and Ted, right? There's not much to but, grasp. But, but but like, yes, <laughs> actually, it's very it's deeper than than most people will give, give it credit I for. I love Bill go and back Ted. and watch Bogus Journey, yeah. and that tells you the story of how they started to become wild stallions, and then um, 
Face the Music yeah. is just a, a perfect capper to that. Uh, but to me, I think Bo- Bogus Journey is my favorite. Because Bogus Journey is your favorite? It, That's yes, my least favorite. Yes. I, like I know the and it's everybody else's least favorite, but I love the I love the question of them um, confronting death and beating death, yeah, and also well, going right. to heaven. Four out of it, seven. It just, it, <laughs> yes, it, it, there's something very Fellini about it, and that's what I love about uh, Bogus Journey. It, it doesn't get the love that I think it deserves because it is a, a film that takes these morons and it gives them these these philosophical questions. Oh my god, you're describing and, and our show right now. Their, these two morons yes, exactly. and one is asking philosophical questions. You're oh right. my god, yes. <laughs> That's exactly right. yes, that is perfect. Holy so shit. So we're on our own bogus journey. <laughs> right. Exactly. That is right. a great fucking catch, Brian. Yes. yes you know, that is I just why. envision us up on stage doing a report and we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But you know exactly. what? We're going to wing it exactly. everybody. Anyway, and as long as you're partying on with all of us then everything's all good <laughs> yeah that's great be excellent yes, to each other everybody <laughs> yes be excellent to each wow, other wow we are bill and ted's aren't yes, we yes we are Yo, wow. we totally are Damn. totally are all right <laughs> all right i got a few more questions um we talked about spacex and if you guys watched a launch they usually have some kind of token anti-gravity token usually it's like a plush or some sort yeah. or at least it was a plush this time what would your anti-gravity token be now, they brought in a bunch of stuff. I'm just clarifying for the question. They brought a bunch yeah. of stuff that they're going to auction off, um, yes. which I thought was awesome. But are you talking about like a personal token or yeah. stuff so that like, – Something that you would bring – because like if you saw the launch, you know, the yeah. person that was sitting in the far right of the screen, you could see this little plush on a tether that was floating around yeah. and once they got into, got into space. <clears throat> what would you have to showcase that you're in space personally? Wow. Wow. Um Personally, I would, I would bring something for each one of my family members. Like my wife and daughter, I'd probably bring like a necklace of with a star, and this came from space. And my son, probably something similar, but more manly. For me, I would probably want to bring a lightsaber, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> or a Darth Vader helmet, or <laughs> something. Oh, embracing right. that inner geek. <laughs> right? That yes. would be cool. Yeah, the, okay. fir- yeah, the first person <laughs> right. to use a lightsaber in space. Oh, that would be badass. Right. Thank you. Dude, that would be awesome. <laughs> great answer. Great answer. Gee, that is a great answer. I can't even. I can't even come close to that. Um, yeah, I was gonna go some sen- sentimentality way, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, right, and I would strap it oh. to my belt as I'm walking down that. <laughs> so I guess asshole. you know what? Along along those same lines, I think I would bring my my Rick and Morty. A oh, portal gun. Yes. I've got a portal gun that I have, and and you shoot it on the wall, and it actually has a uh, an image of the portal. So uh, I would bring my portal gun. That's that's fucking cool. Yeah. And you know, again, space portal. I like that. Very I like cool. that whole uh, aspect. <laughs> cool. I love that. Great answers. All right, two more questions, guys. If you have time, um, we talked about uh, Hawkeye trailer, and obviously Hawkeye uses bow, and also Kate Bishop uses a bow. But would you guys prefer a bow or a crossbow? prefer uh, yeah oh i love archery um i just again to me that's like kind of martial arts that's an that's an art um i've i've always been a fan of archery and crossbows are cool but there's nothing like drawing back a bow you know like full arm extension pulling it up you know getting that little feather right there by your cheek and then just letting it loose you know just to me that that's cool i i really like that 
Um, I would have to say bow as well. Um, I'm th I think it's more versatile. I think that if you master it, then you, uh, it, uh, I always think of that, uh, that saying about, uh, you can give a man a fish, but if you give him a pole, he can learn to, how does that whole it thing says, go? You, know you can I'm give a man that. a fish and, and feed him for that day, or you can teach him to fish and he'll eat for the rest of his life. Yes, exactly. And I, I feel the same way about a bow. So uh, if I knew how to shoot the bow, <laughs> Brian makes it very sexy and very kind of like, oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> yes. That's the first time anybody's ever said I've made anything sexy. So thank you very much. <laughs> Wayne, please mark this moment. <laughs> so, uh, yes, I would have to say uh, a bow and arrow okay. uh, as opposed to a crossbow. Fair enough. All right, last question. I'm going to make it food-related for you guys. So, uh, you know, that's, that's what we love. That's All what we, we love. Really food. You guys eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, right? Yes, sir. Of course. Okay, good, 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 good. So, peanut butter. The, this is the constant variable. So, everybody pick, choose whatever peanut butter that is. So, it doesn't matter. Okay. But what is your jelly? Strawberry. Boysenberry. Boysenberry. Boysenberry, yes, boysenberry. <laughs> no, that's not exotic. I, just, I, mean, I, I always figure just grape and strawberry. <laughs> Anything else is no. exotic <laughs> for me. Yeah, no, boysenberry is like where it's at to me. I think I that's like a perfect berry, uh, and the way it just—I um, don't know—with on a uh, uh, a peanut butter sandwich, especially like the way. Oh, it's are you talking heaven. about like the, the the Knott's Berry Farm yeah. boysenberry? Right. Yes, oh, yeah, yes. it's so good. Yes, I like it on the rolls, the, those hot rolls that they serve. Oh, the biscuits? Yeah, the biscuits. Yeah. But so I just I love boysenberry. Yeah. Me, I'm okay, I'm so. a strawberry jelly guy. But and it's always it's so hard to find boysenberry uh jelly anywhere you go. So I think that's why strawberry and grape are so like, hey, you can find it. I can rarely find boysenberry. I'll send you some um, because yeah. Oh, please, okay. please do. Okay. I All would right. love that. Christmas so to package. Flip, <laughs> to flip the question, what doesn't go on your peanut butter jelly sandwich? Jelly wise. Um, like Which apricot jelly? jam, marmalade. Yeah, apricot jam, marmalade. Yeah. Mm. Oh, really? No marmalade yeah. on mine. Like yes. I like that no. stuff on toast, but in a sandwich, no. Yeah, and, and just the fact that with marmalade, I, I like marmalade in certain aspects, right. but that that whole peel, it just it, it, texture wise, it just does not do anything for me, and I just don't like the I don't like the uh, the the. The flavor profile on on uh, yeah, to me it's and it's a it's, yeah it's a it's a peanut butter like apricot marmalade type profile for me as well. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I prefer more of the uh, strawberry. I get I could do boysenberry too. You know, like I totally see where Tony's coming from. You know, other than like the color, the consistency is is pretty similar uh, with strawberry and boysenberry. So like I get that. Okay, and how would you guys slice the bread? I would diagonal <laughs> corner to corner. Diagonal, down the middle. Diagonal. Down right? the so middle. So that way when you're down holding it, it perfectly set, sits in your hand like a taco almost, you know, and then you eat it as such. <laughs> well done, guys. Uh, that wraps up this round of Pop Cookies. Tony. All right. Sweet. All right, babe. Before we get going, uh, Oren. Yes. Anything on our socials, my friend? Yes. So if you would like to contact us, you can do that at the info at the knowledge of nothing. You know, leave a message, comment, all that fun stuff. And follow us on the socials, Facebook, The Knowledge of Nothing, Instagram, at The Knowledge of Nothing, and on Twitter, at TheConMen1. Woo! 
Tony back and to you. Oren, I just want to say, keep growing our our audience. You've done a spectacular job so far. Let's just keep it going in that direction, folks. Please join us on uh, on Twitter. Yes, baby steps exactly. <laughs> All right, uh, Wayne. Do you have anything in closing before we take off? Negative, sir. You guys did a great job today. All right, cool. And Brian. Yeah, my friend. Anything else? Yes. Thank you, everybody, for the support. We love you guys. We love the show. We love each other. There's just a lot of love going on. And just totally. to note, Tony did call me sexy. <laughs> wait, wait. Yes. You, wait, you said there's a lot of love, but you guys were hating on each other for your movies for a while there. Uh, no, we don't hate each other. That's the thing. I love we hate, we Tony's don't hate faults each other. also. I love the whole <laughs> yes, package. I, exactly. Whole package, yes. Right? I love Tony's package. Yeah, what is package. that? Unconditional love. It's unconditional <laughs> you love. love. his whole package. I love yeah, him I'm going to save I that sound bite. I love him for bite. his weaknesses. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. Thanks for that one, I Brian. take Tony for who right. he is and most of all, who he is not. <laughs> all right. Yes. All right. And his package. <laughs> all right. In closing, uh, this has been the Knowledge of Nothing podcast. Thank you, as always, for joining us. And make sure that you head down to your local sandwich shop to get the Orin and Wayne's Tinker Stinker special. All right, this has been the Knowledge of Nothing. Have a great night. We'll see you next time. Gross. <laughs> tinker? What's Tinker special? Tinker Stinker. <laughs> the, the Tinker Stinker, the tinker special. Stinker. Oh, no, unbelievable. Don't tinker with your stinker. <laughs>